welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson, and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. You all right? Yeah, you. Grand, fine. Good. Brilliant. Right. Fantastic. And this is episode 12 of season 4 of Tomorrow Gason for Hire, part 2. What happened last time, MC? Well, uh, the Tokyo Memorial Bed and Breakfast actually has guests somehow. It's weird how I've got used to that name now. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay with that. <laughs> Don't normalise Tokyo <laughs> Memorial Bed and Breakfast. Um, MC went off and dealt with a dick, pe- dick pill dealing demon. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about the dick pills. Uh, <laughs> Just taking too many. <laughs> They've affected my brain. In the cellar of a pub. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the the gang, after a brief vampire interlude where some vampires came along and tried to eat the baby, whatever his name is. <laughs> um, Amy? Yeah, that's it's your why. daughter, man. <laughs> Reluctantly. Um... Uh, they decided they need some sort of protection thing. So during their impromptu staff meeting at the pub, um, the landlord just happened to be a magician or wizard, wizard. or something. In his, mi- dabbled in his spare time. <laughs> yeah, he's a spare time wizard but can perform protection spells that sure. allow guests into a B&B. Yep, standard our- wizard spell. <laughs> he's our new Shinokan slash dumb. So, yes, but more importantly... <gasps> Perhaps hinting at the big bag, well, the the foot soldiers of the big bag, big bit there, big bag. Mm. It's a big, big bag. bag. Big Tesco's bag. bag for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> bag for death. That would be the that would be an episode title. Oh, it sounds like one, doesn't it? Anyway, point is the swatter bag. Mm. Yes, or whatever was left over after getting fucking massacred <laughs> by the gang. The former nemesis. Sisses yeah. from uh, season three, the mm-hmm. foot soldiers of uh, Chief Inspector Harato. Mm. They seem to be, yeah, the last surviving members who have got a death wish, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And also, Jay has got a little DIY project on the go. He does, and MC sort of complimented him. Yeah, as much as MC can do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice for Jay with all his construction experience. Yeah. Which a lot happened last episode, really. It was a busy one. Yeah, there was a lot going on. None of it particularly makes any sense or was any good, but. For a change. Yeah. Here we are. So let's find out what's going to happen then in part two of Full Hire. Previously on Tomorrow Gason! It's dead. MC said to the landlord on the way out Perotin is dead. The landlord let out a huge sigh, like a big weight had been lifted from his ample shoulders. Thank you, he called out as MC left the pub. You know what you have to do, who the target is, one of the men asked. Yeah, don't go messing this up, we're paying you good money. The second replied, I think they look ready, Victor added. They are samurais for Christ's sake. I'm sure they can handle one little ninja. We've been in training since our great defeat. One of the samurai said, We want our revenge against the Ku Klaw ninjas who beat us. By all means, have vengeance, Tanis spoke. But remember, we want the child alive. Bring it to us. Excuse me, mate. The landlord walked over to the gang. I couldn't help but overhear your little problem, and I think I might be able to help. My name's Terry, by the way. The top floor of the B&B is not doing anything, is it? There's a death trap up there. Right. Therefore, no guests will ever go up there, right? So, I want to build us a meeting room. Nothing fancy. Just somewhere we can chat without holding anything back. Sure, Jay. MC said quickly. I think it's a great idea. The streets of London were quiet as the gang walked back to the bed and breakfast. Not like the notorious streets of war, then. Also, can you just leave? Is, shouldn't there be someone there all the time at a bed and breakfast? I admit, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. <laughs> Neither on am I. Bed and breakfast. No, I, I guess so. Like, there's what? There's an old couple there at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. And it gets attacked all the time. So maybe yeah. they were just like, just have at it. Yeah. Or maybe they thought if they weren't there, it's less likely to get attacked. That's very good reasoning. There we well go. done. It was evening now, and the night had closed in quickly. Jay had been reminiscing all the way home about different things that had happened back in Tokyo. And what about that time Louise was kidnapped by that vampire cult and you were training me to be a ninja? Jay went on. What a thing to bring up. Remember that time my friend got kidnapped? <laughs> Remember when you were sucked into a pirate world? Louise said, trying anything to shut him up. 
I think bringing up one of his biggest traumas is... Uh... I mean, he literally brought up the time that she was kidnapped by vampires <laughs> yeah, that are going to eat her. Why are they friends? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> MC smiled a little. While Jay's ramblings were painfully annoying, he liked thinking back to Tokyo. Everything seemed so simple. Even though he had had his master killed, fought off two ninjas who betrayed him, and killed his master, then had to battle his best friend to the death to save the world and face a nightly ritual of death, mayhem and destruction, he could understand what Jay meant by home. That's the way it's phrased. Even though he had had his master killed, so it sounds like he... Like ordered somebody like took out a hit on Shinokan. That would be an interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. It fought off two ninjas who betrayed him. I mean, technically three, but then had killed his master, which is the same master he had killed before. Yeah. Uh, then He's he going had through to... a lot of masters. Yeah, yeah, and then battled his best friend to death, which isn't to the death, which isn't really I mean, what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this was like this paragraph was written by someone who'd like skim read it at some yeah. point. <laughs> He didn't like to think of incidents since they had come to England. In fact, he never thought about them at all. What, is this the instance of things that have happened whilst they've been in England? Or does he mean like... Like Tifa's death? Uh, uh yes. Yeah. This is a confusing paragraph. <sighs> then something caught his attention. It was the slightest of movements just behind them, but it felt familiar and dangerous. Shut up for a second. MC said to Jay. He fell silent quickly, knowing what his ninja friend was up to as he stood perfectly still and looked around him. Always using those ninja senses, MC. Hey. What is it? Gav asked, getting tense. We're surrounded. MC replied. As the gang looked around them, they saw four men, dressed all in black, swinging a series of blunt weapons. Who do we think this is, MC? <laughs> Some muggers. <laughs> they attacked quickly. MC only had enough time to give Amy's pushchair to Louise before being knocked down after a blow to the head. Gav approached his attack cautiously. Gav approached his attack cautiously, trying to block a few moves, but the assailant was too quick for him, connecting with a double blow to the chin. Is this the bit where the gang get beaten up by the new baddies <laughs> and they all seem really badass, but then in subsequent episodes it's like they just get really, really weak and Jay is just beating them up with like... <laughs> A twig. I do kind of hate that continuity yeah. of like, you know, there's some vampires that fucking Xander can just fight with and stuff like that, but apparently they're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then you'll get someone like Spike who is super strong somehow. Well, even just these specific guys like the SWAT. I mean, the vampires vary in power a bit, mm, right? Yeah. Depending on how they are, but SWAT, I don't know. Maybe they've spent the last year training. Yeah, yeah, true. And we know what a year's training can do, MC. <laughs> oh my God, they're Make all ninjas. Deadly. <laughs> they're SWAT, they're samurai ninjas. <laughs> Would they fight themselves? Because you know Would the they samurai... they just explode, like matter and antimatter? <laughs> I get to exactly 12 months and they can just hear a ticking inside them. <laughs> oh no. Jay swung a mist and was pushed to the ground. MC nipped up, blocked a swing of the stick from the attacker and pulled it away, taking the weapon for himself. He moved it in the air before bringing it down low and taking his attacker's legs out from underneath him. Louise moved forwards and kicked one of the attackers in the groin from behind as he stalkered Jay. Oh no, no more stalkers. Chip. Was this Chip? <laughs> yeah. MC followed up by wielding the stick like a cricket bat and sending the assailant flying. Very English God, of him. Remind me, I don't think they have got good at fighting now. <laughs> Just knocked him flying across London like a cricket ball. Gav was back up managing to hold off the two men who had jumped him, landing with a haymaker on one of them, but being knocked back with a scissor kick from the second. MC spun the stick in the air and threw it like a boomerang, knocking the last attacker off his feet. So MC's quite proficient in using sticks. He can use it like a cricket bat, he can use it like a boomerang, (laughs) and he can tie a knot in it with his tongue. (laughs) As MC regained the weapon, the gang were once alone in the road. Uh, Were once... Again? Uh, once alone again in the road? I assume so. Okay. No more attackers. MC! Those guys! Louise said, helping Jay up. Gav wiped the blood from his face as he got up himself. He went over to Louise and asked if she was okay. This time, she nodded and smiled. Were they samurais? Jay asked, almost hysterically. I think so. MC replied. Then does that mean... The swat are back? I'm thinking, yeah... We can't leave them home. Over there. MC pointed to a large wooded area just by a field. So a woods? A woods, yeah. 
but it's by a field. By a field. <laughs> so it's a field wood. In central London? We don't actually know what part of London they're in, do we? It's never been said. It's really not. Well, it's somewhere near the historical alleyways. But, I mean, they're all over <laughs> London, really. Was it? I'm trying to remember, because at the end of season three, it was something like, was it like 15 minutes away from King's Cross or something? Yeah, something like... So central London. Yeah, you've got a very warped idea of <laughs> London geography. All those fields and wooded areas in central <laughs> London. He dashed over to the woods and the others followed. The woods were big and they went fairly deep into the bitch black. No. <laughs> Is, in fact, the first bit says the woods was big and they went fairly deep into the bitch black. It's nice for the gang not to be attacked in the B&B, just on the streets this time. Yeah, and apparently they're just really easy to find. Yeah, Like, apparently. did the SWAT have some sort of ninja tracker or something? Yeah, that's a good question. How do they... No, have they just got people... They must have people watching the B&B and they trailed them to the pub. Yeah, and then he attacked them after. Because they were hoping they'd be drunk. Yeah, or maybe the December form. Maybe mm. they've got some sort of... Uh, tracking thing because there was a bit where they were watching Jay and Louise in the B&B and there we go we solved it MC well, well done. done two attacks in one night this is more than coincidence MC said pulling out his Zippo lighter was he going to have a cigarette is he going to burn the woods down <laughs> we can't stay here Gav moaned it's too enclosed they'll find us easily I mean they found you pretty easily <laughs> anyway they might find us but they won't attack samurais like big open areas this sort of place is much more suited to a ninja we're going to sit here for a while, give them a chance to get bored, and for us to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> I just like, God, I haven't come out of the bitch black woods yet. I give bored. up. <laughs> I can't go in there. Samurais can't go in there. <laughs> we don't like trees. It's too scary and dark. Samurais are claustrophobic. <laughs> FC, what does this mean? Louise asked. He shrugged in reply. Hey, Jay. He said. This reminds me of the time me and Chip fought a big genetically enhanced monster. Ah, oh, the one that can be killed with weapons. Ah, oh. oh, good times. What well, simpler, <laughs> simpler times. In a weird way, yes. Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? It was much easier to explain a monster that couldn't be killed with weapons. Yeah. Than why Chip is a stalker. <laughs> I've had sex with lots of different and famous women. <laughs> This isn't part of the podcast, MC's just having a bit of a confession. <laughs> Often with multiple women in the same bed. I've seen live shows, dancers and performers. And although that wasn't as sexy, it was a damn sight more entertaining. Stuart leapt out of his seat and paced the room. Yeah, I fucked loads of birds, <laughs> mate. Fucking loads of them. More than I can count. Yeah. Oh, good. We're learning more about the December 4 members, MC. Yeah. That's... Some of them are famous. Yeah, you know, Carol Vorderman, Diana. <laughs> and Richard Whiteley. <laughs> At the same time on the countdown stage. <laughs> the clock was going, but and but and boo. I'll take a vow. <laughs> That's not going to make sense to anyone outside of Britain. Yeah. <sighs> his black cloak whipped against his body as he paced faster and faster. How quick is he walking? Is he in a very windy room? <laughs> the room where the December form was in a small building that was advertised to let, but the letting agent that had a for sale sign up outside didn't exist, and the building would always be a safe haven for the form to meet and discuss their plans. Thank God you told us all of that. <sighs> They've got a clubhouse. You could have just said a building. <laughs> nope, because uh, it's a secret building, MC. Okay. I really don't get how property works, do I? <laughs> Stuart went over to the drinks cabinet and poured himself a large brandy, swallowing it in one go. I read that first as Shandy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, calm down. His dad won't let him have a proper beer. You're too young, lad. You can have a beer after you finish destroying the world. Is that what Gav had in the pub because he's too young? <laughs> he's only 15. It was petty exhilarating. Victor said, still sitting and pushing his darkened hood back. Our first assassination attempt. So, can I just bring back, do you remember the the two young lads who had the I Hate Life Club? Yeah, Timothy and Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Aww, I wonder what those guys are up to. Maybe they should have been the December 4th. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> I like to think they, you know, sorted their lives out and yeah. got back onto an even keel and yeah. are successful Subway sandwich makers now. <laughs> 
<laughs> the dream. Maybe they're working in a Costa. <laughs> in New York. Wrong show, MC. Wrong yeah. show. Where did you learn how to do all that? Stuart, still panting, asked, Why is Stuart panting? Because it came, evidently. <laughs> Tannis opened his eyes and looked at his fellow December 4 members. I've been practising magic since I was six years. <laughs> Black magic since I was eight. My father's gardener in South Africa was a witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> What is with all these fucking magic people moonlighting as really mundane jobs? There's the pub landlord, who's also a wizard, and we've got a gardener, who's also a witch doctor. It's like kind of mid-90s wrestling, where every wrestler had a job as well. Right. There was like a binman, a car racer, a, a funeral director. Like it's, it's, it's kind of got that crossover right. sort of thing going. My father's gardener in South Africa was a witch doctor. And he saw potential in me. What is mine and yours future? What? 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 <laughs> okay, so the witch doctor saw potential in Tannis for witch doctory stuff. Mm-hmm. What is mine and yours, and yours future? future? In me. I'm finding the December form very confusing. I think he's saying like he, he saw potential, the witch doctor saw potential in his future, and his future is also shared with the other guys. Maybe. Okay, like a marriage. Sure. (laughs) But this doesn't break the rules, does it? Stuart poured himself another drink. Another shandy. (laughs) I mean, using magic to view those samurai guys fighting that ginger bloke and his mates. I think I brought this point up uh, last episode, episode before. You did. About if they were allowed to use magic for this sort of thing. So I think we're going to get an answer. We uphold the traditions of the December form. Tannis replied. We, us, natural means to end the suffering of the world, and magic to aid us in that only. What a stupid rule. (laughs) If you're going to use magic to help, just use magic to do it. Why do they have that rule? Have one or the other. Is it because they've seen all the other attempts at magical apocalypses just not work? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's not it, is it? Victor asked. We paid those samurais good money to take out MC and his friends. They aren't just going to let them go like that, are they? Let's take a look. Tannis closed his eyes again and raised his hands. Victor pulled his hood down and Stuart finished off his third drink. Three shandies? My God, mad motherfucker. (laughs) Victor pulled his hood down and Stuart finished off his third drink and sat down with them. The window in their mind that Tannis had opened to allow them to view the SWAT's movements was back. Okay, so they've got some sort of magical viewing platform in their head. Yes. Great. Brilliant. So we seem to have got Victor, who's a post office manager. Stuart, who is a sleazebag and loves a shandy. And Tannis, who is a trainee witch doctor gardener. I like to think the witch doctor insisted on teaching him gardening as well. And he's like, I see a lot of potential in you. As a witch doctor? No, as a gardener. <laughs> you can do the magic stuff too, sure. This is our big bad. <laughs> it's a bit upsetting, isn't it? I mean, literally world-ending demons were what we had before and they didn't work. So maybe we just need dumb, stupid villains. <laughs> maybe. I think I'm trying to get them across as more dangerous because they're just human and a bit... Uh stupid but you know they've got uh factions all across the world yeah so cool yeah <laughs> more gardeners and <laughs> post office managers i tell you what, i'm gonna need another shandy if we're gonna get through this <laughs> the gang was still in the wooded area everyone sat on logs or broken branches except for mc who was leaning on a large tree with amy's pushchair by his side we could head away from london gav suggested take them back down to kent find a quiet spot and have the battle out have the battle out. <laughs> no, he's only 15. <laughs> Stop sexualising Gav. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> but we don't know how many there are, Louise added. These guys don't mess around. I remember. Well, you remember kicking the crap out of them again yeah, and again? A lot. Like a hundred of them <laughs> at a time, literally. You slaughtered so many of them in your home. But it's been quiet for a while now. Maybe they've decided to cut their losses and go home. Jay said. No. The gang turned to face MC. The SWAT are still here. How do you know? Because they're in the trees above us. 
They are the jungle. Oh my god, they've been quite ninja-y, aren't they? Yeah, told you, ninja samurais. They, oh. They've been training for a year, and know what's happened. They can go into the woods now. <laughs> they can climb trees. <laughs> they all looked up. The light from the moon didn't offer much comfort in the dark woods, the bitch dark woods, <laughs> and they were unable to see anyone above them. Until Gav spotted something jumping from tree to tree. Just a dark figure, but definitely something Quickly, the gang noticed they were in fact surrounded by ten or so SWAT members. Well, it was four before, now we've got ten. I know, ten. <laughs> they might cause a bruise. Literally a tenth of <laughs> the amount that they killed before. Twice, in fact. I'm sure there were two lots of a hundred that they fucking massacred. <laughs> you want us? MC yelled. Then I've got a proposal for you. A proposal? A voice from the trees said. Your attack took us by surprise. We thought you were a disbanded group, but now it appears to be otherwise. You want revenge for them men of yours that we killed? (laughs) Then how about we do this properly? Ninja to samurai. Tomorrow night, we'll end this. Once and for all. Why would the samurai, assuming they go along with this proposal, Mm. agree to this? (laughs) Honour. Samurai (laughs) honour. But then... It's stupid, yes. Yeah. Samurai honor. This is a very stupid premise. Like they've gone into the woods to hide from the samurai who didn't care about the woods, <laughs> and now they're like, yeah, but what about like tomorrow or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, mate. Lend us a tenner. Uh, yeah, it's payday tomorrow. Yeah, I'll pay you back. There was silence amongst the men above them for a few minutes until Robert, the leading SWAT team member, replied, "We accept your terms. Tomorrow night, our long history will end." As quick as they had arrived, the samurais were gone. Are you sure about this, MC? Louise asked. Yeah, man. There's got to be a better plan than fight. And anyway, I thought you said they wouldn't come in here. Jay added. They've obviously been training. Told you. I told you. They had a whole year to train and now they can go into the woods. (laughs) They went in a step at a time. It's scary in here. What if there are bears? It's pitch black. (laughs) I stepped in a puddle. I forgot my picnic. I need a wee and there aren't any toilets. Do you ever feel like the samurais get less and less threatening? (laughs) They've obviously been training. And I know what I'm doing. You just have to trust me. You sure we can after the last few months? Gav wanted to know. MC knew he had a fair point. He shouldn't expect his friends to trust him after he had lied to them. But he also knew... They, he, was the only one who could get them out of this and save lives. I'm very confused about what's happening, to be honest. This is all very bad, isn't it? It's all really... <laughs> At least it's bad in a trad Tamara Gason, badly written, stupidly thought out, <laughs> shit characters kind of way. It's quite reassuring. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> the room was 16 foot by 18 foot, and the floor was made of rotten and broken planks of wood. There was a funny smell throughout the top floor, one that stunk of mouldy water and like a big rat had died in a puddle of its own vomit and urine. (laughs) Wow, that's specific. (laughs) That very particular smell, you know? Yeah, what was your childhood like? (laughs) Very different from yours. (laughs) Jay had been up since six that morning, moving old boxes and broken furniture out of the room and into the one next door. He tucked his measuring tape back into his jean pocket and wrote down the measurements of the room. It would need a lot of work in a short amount of time to be the room he had talked about with MC last night, but he had to be confident that he could do it. How's it going? MC appeared at the doorway. Get in there! Jay scanned the room. It'll be finished in time! (laughs) In time? Uh, Short time? Long time? time? No time? A time? MC nodded and left Jay to continue his work. Well, I'm glad we just had a little cut back to that. Yeah. Brilliant. That was... This is the most important part of this whole episode, Jay's DIY project. Really going to drive the narrative forward. <laughs> the banging and soaring from upstairs could be heard in the lobby downstairs and was beginning to give Louise a headache. The guests had asked about the racket and Louise had explained to them that there were builders in on the top floor completing more rooms for the bed and breakfast. Because they need them now they've got two <laughs> guests. Because <laughs> isn't it like ten floors or something already? Something ridiculous. MC and Gav walked into the reception area and signalled for Louise to join them in the front garden. It was here that MC explained what was going to happen in just a few short hours. Wait, did MC actually give a time and a place to the samurais? Maybe he just assumed... 
Did you say tomorrow night, possibly? I think maybe, but not a sort of like 7 o'clock, 8.08pm. Samurais always attack at 9.30. Because <laughs> we've they? got to get back for... This SWAT team is unknown, MC. Oh They've had God, a year right. training. They go into the woods and all this crazy shit now. <laughs> it was here that MC explained what was going to happen in just a few short hours, when the sun would go down and they would meet the SWAT team once again. Me and Gav are going to go meet the SWAT in a secure location where no one will be around to get hurt. MC started. How can you be sure they'll find us? Gav asked. Thank you, Gav. You might be 15 years old, but at least you're smart. Trust me, they will. Here's that word again! Hmm, so does MC know that they're magically finding him, or do you just sort of guess from them just sort of turning up? Yes. A little from column A, a little from column B. Louise, I need you to get the guests out of the bed and breakfast. Take them somewhere safe. Like to an entirely different bed and breakfast. <laughs> Take them down to that pub. <laughs> Tell them that there aren't any dick pills there anymore. I think that is definitely where they're going to go. And what do you want me to tell them? Just say you're taking them on a tour of London, <laughs> courtesy of us. Jay's going to stay here and finish the room. He's also going to keep an eye on Amy. Because whatever happens, we have to get that DIY project finished. <laughs> so, they're moving the guests out. So they aren't killed or attacked by the SWAT. But, but Jay's going to stay and do the DIY with the baby alone. Where <laughs> vampires and all sorts of other monsters have come to try and kidnap Amy from before. And MC's like, just leave Amy outside in the garden. <laughs> with the door unlocked and open. It'll be fine. Maybe MC's got a really good plan and he'll surprise us all by the end of the episode. Do they have the protection spell up otherwise? Uh, up yet? I don't know. Probably not. But then why would the guests need to leave if that was the case? Yeah. Good point. Oh boy. This is almost too easy. Victor gleamed. Tannis, I know you're old and don't understand the concept of modern technology. Stuart said. But we have to sell this idea to Sky Television. (laughs) We'd make a fortune. To be fair, I mean, doesn't uh, Rupert Murdoch own Sky? Yeah. So... You know, evil rich people who would buy black magic taken from Gardner witch doctors. <laughs> I, yeah, he's Ruben Murdoch is like first will be first on the line. It's the only thing about this episode that makes sense so far. <laughs> if money was all that we wanted, Stuart, all we'd have to do is kill another member of the royal family and hold the country to ransom. Now concentrate, otherwise the magic will fade. So they killed a member of the royal family. Princess Diana? Oh, God, is that what you're going for? I mean... Well, she wasn't a royal at that point, was she? Yeah, she, well, she was still prince. Oh, I wouldn't know, to be honest, at the time, but I don't know now if she still True. was. But I think that's what it is, because no other members of the royal family have been murdered. That we know of. It was the <laughs> December form killed, so Prince... Charlie. No, there is a Charles. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Edwards. Fucking hell. Uh, Prince... Greg. Greg. Prince <laughs> Prince Greg. And they covered it up and they cast a spell to make us all forget. But I remember you, Prince Greg. We still love you. I've got the, the commemorative China set. <laughs> but did Prince Greg ever go to Epstein's Island? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, don't say that. I want to see the plan go down. Who'd have thought it'd just take a small piece of misdirection to fool the ninja? Victor smiled. Ooh, what's the misdirection? The SWAT, I guess? They've hired the SWAT to distract yeah, MC while they go be. about murdering Prince Greg again? No! <laughs> so, here we have the lovely Big Ben. Louise pointed to the huge clock that was one of London's leading landmarks and tourist spots. In case you didn't know, MC, I've just put that little detail in for you. Thanks. I've never heard of Big Ben before. <laughs> so I think the old couple are British, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old man who had checked into the bed and breakfast with his wife yesterday said... <laughs> what a great name for a character. The old man. <laughs> who had checked the into the bed. <laughs> uh, we have seen Big Ben, the London Eye, and the Houses of Parliament before, you know. Don't think we're not grateful for this free tour. But may I suggest some other places to view? Have they come on to, to London for holiday then, but they don't want to see the big touristy... Because they've been many times. London's a big place. Fair, yeah. Have you seen all the historic alleyways <laughs> or wooded areas next to a field? 
I guess people do do that. They go for London for uh, times away. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Please, suggest a way. Louise had to keep the small group of guests busy until she had word from MC that the fight was over and they were okay. Where's the old couple going to take them? The historical alleyways? Soho for all their fucking sex clubs. (laughs) He was a little behind schedule. Well, he would be if he had one. Okay, but Jay hadn't stopped working all day. They were counting on him to get the room finished in time, and he had really gotten him motivated, and for the first time since moving to London, he felt a sense of purpose. Although Jay also knew that this would soon be finished, and he'd have to find something else to occupy his time, and fast. Cool, little cut back to the... Right, yep. he, he, he must be doing something to do with the plan, right? Yeah, I think that's what it's going to turn out yeah. to be, isn't it? Otherwise, but then I wouldn't put it past me to just be like, Jay's got his little DIY project, that's essential for mm. this episode. MC and Gav have been wandering around for a while now, keeping a safe distance from the B&B, but never getting too far away, waiting for the SWAT to arrive. You remember the plan? MC asked. I got it! Not sure how I feel about it, though. It'll work, don't worry. Oh, I'm certain it will! But what are we going to do after? Send a message. The SWAT aren't like anything you've faced before. I have to know you're not going to hold back just because they're human. Didn't Gav fight them when the SWAT attacked them when they landed in Dover? Yes, that's a really good point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, continuity. It's <laughs> <laughs> kill or be killed. I'm not retarded. I'll get it. And I'm not about to hold anything back. Good. Because it's time. MC and Gav saw the ten remaining members of the SWAT walking slowly towards them. So I guess they did just find them. Sure. Yep. And they, they, they're just up for this straight 10 on 2 fight. <laughs> they were now all carrying large samurai swords. Every one. MC and Gav drew theirs too and didn't wait to be attacked. They didn't want to get surrounded by the samurais or outnumbered, so they stuck together tightly. Again, it's not sexual. He's 15, it's not <laughs> he's okay. He's covered in oil though, so he's <laughs> kind of sticky. Is Gav shirtless? We haven't mentioned that in a while. Uh, always. <laughs> As they mapped the first two samurais coming towards them, MC and Gav paused and waited. Their two opponents charged. Reaching into his coat pocket, MC took hold of his throwing knives and let two go with one hand. At the same time, Gav held his handgun and let fire with a series of bullets. (laughs) I mean, that's one way to do it. (laughs) This is not very honourable, surely. (laughs) Was it the gun Gav got to kill the werewolves? Presumably. Yeah, it's good they finally realised they can just shoot people. Yeah. Also, just pull a gun out in the middle of London and start having a fight. Sure, why not? <laughs> but we don't know where they are. We've not mentioned that. They could be in a quiet Victorian alley somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Both the knives and bullets ripped through the faces of the two SWATs, killing them. Embassy instructed Gab earlier to aim for the head, knowing the SWAT wore thin yet strong armour. The other samurais paused in their tracks. One ran over to the dead bodies and checked on his fallen partners. Robert removed his headgear. It was the first time MC had seen one of their faces since Chief Inspector Harato had revealed to the gang that the SWAT were in fact human. What about honour? Robert asked in a shocked voice. Thing about that is, screw it. MC replied. (laughs) Quip. (laughs) Kill them! The leader of the SWAT yelled. Every one of the samurais charged at MC and Gav. They took down three more of them with the throwing knives and gun. (laughs) So Robert, the leader of the SWAT, has just been like, just charge them. They've only got throw-in shooty things. It'll be fine. MZ used his last knife to stab the samurai that reached him first in the throat and threw it at another, killing him. Before Gav had the chance to change his clip on the gun, a SWAT rugby tackled him to the ground. The two struggled on the ground for a while before regaining their feet. They exchanged blows before Gav turned the samurai's sword against him, digging it into his thigh before bringing it down over his neck. Gav didn't have a chance to celebrate as something heavy hit him on the back of the head, causing him to be knocked out cold. Robert watched Gav slide to the floor, just in time to see MC kill his final SWAT team member. What have you done? He demanded to know. You fight with skill, yes, but you can never truly be a warrior. Sometimes you have to make exceptions to win war. I'd rather die than fight like you. And soon, you will. MC picked up two of his knives off the floor. But I will let you fight me in hand-to-hand combat if you tell me who sent you and why. Robert laughed. (laughs) The December form. I'm sure you know of them. They paid us a great deal to attack you and your friends. I thought as much. Shame your opportunity for revenge didn't go a little better than this. That's just it. This isn't our revenge. The December form members didn't hire us to kill you. 
that was just a bonus. In fact, our numbers are greater than what you have killed here tonight. Yeah, 12. <laughs> There's just one back in the December. <laughs> Can I have a shandy? <laughs> the December form. They want your child. Robert smiled. MC did too. Good. The ninja said. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously he's got some plan, blah, blah, blah. But for a moment, let's pretend he's just like, fucking hell, finally. Hate being a dad. But he does so. He hates being a dad. He doesn't love his child. He doesn't hate it like you do. But it, God, you're rubbing off on me. (laughs) Jay sat back in the corner of the room and leant down to Amy. All finished, he said to her. The words had just come out of his mouth when a huge number of the SWAT team burst into the room. They came through the thin walls, from the ceiling and through the front door. They swamped the room and stood in front of Jay. He held up his hands as if to surrender. That's when he revealed something in his hand. Going down! Jay smiled and pushed the button. Oh, Jay gets a quip as well. It exploded the large piece of timber that was holding the foundations of the majority of the room, causing it to collapse, along with the SWAT. They fell into the abandoned stone garden that was at the back of the B&B's garden, which was some 50 foot drop at least. What the fuck is the architecture of this of this building? This 50 foot tall B&B with a... A room that's directly over a garden. I guess it was like an like a reaching out part. Like there was nothing underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Do buildings work that way? Yeah. <laughs> they were buried under rock and wood. Jay stood in the small corner of the room that he hadn't altered and looked down, making sure to keep his balance. So Jay, who has no DIY experience, and we sort of were like, haha, he's going to try and build a room. Yeah. Has actually rigged a room to explode in a to- day. Yeah, to kill yeah. lots of men yeah. while he stood on the one bit that kept him safe with a baby. Yeah. I feel like that was a bit of a risk as far as plans <laughs> go. <laughs> hey, who's being mean to Jay now? <laughs> I've been mean to myself. <laughs> and also, like, an explosion has gone off in central London. Yeah. Loads of men have been killed. At least have been distracted by all the gunfire, I think. <laughs> How are they going to explain this one away? Apart from all the other murders and attacks that have happened at the B&B. <laughs> Just go to the police like it happened again. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. They're going to phone up their contact at the morgue and be like, okay, we've got a busy one for you, George. <laughs> <laughs> Robert drew a smaller sword from his belt and held it in front of him. MC waited for the anticipated attack. Only, it didn't come. The SWAT leader turned the sword on himself and went to plunge it into his stomach. It's going to do a chip. <laughs> Moving as quickly as only a ninja could. MC grabbed Robert's hand, just managing to keep the blade away from his belly. Tell me what I need to know. Like where the December form are, and I'll let you have this honourable death you desire. There's a building. It looks like an office block to let, but the windows are all boarded up. And there's only one entrance and exit. Underneath. Throw a secret walkway. You have to throw (laughs) a secret walkway to get there. To chuck it. Sounds like a building Jay built. (laughs) How do I get to this walkway? You need special clearance from a member. One of the members, he's a warlock, good with magic. I think you mean witch doctor, actually, Robert. Is, is a warlock like a mix of a witch doctor and a gardener? <laughs> it is now. The door to the walkway can only be accessed by using the special password in any magical hotspot. Oh, good, a magical hotspot. Oh, loads of them in London. Great. The sort us out. Knowing our history with the Ku Klux Ninjas, most of us just wanted to go back home to our families and live normal lives. But the money was too good to turn down. Robert sighed. MC yanked the sword away from him and held it high, ready to strike down. What about my request? You said I could die with honour of a true samurai. I lied. MC slashed at Robert's throat with the sword and watched the last remaining SWAT team member die within a few seconds. Jesus. Is this all MC's path to the dark side coming back? Or is this meant to be like a cool moment say, fuck you, you bad person? Because, I mean, that is literally what Arnold Schwarzenegger says in some film. Yes. So... Yeah, it could be either. It could be either. Are you ripping off Arnie, or is this <laughs> MC's slow and inexorable creep towards evil? Who knows? I don't. And I wrote this. 
Yeah, because Robert's just been like, oh, we had families, but we, we needed the money after all. I mean, I know they're evil. Yeah. And there's always been a sort of hazy thing about were they evil or did they think they were just part of this like elite unit yeah, that were yeah. manipulated by Hirato? Yeah. That's never really been explained. And you can't really tell from this because although they were going to kidnap a baby or whatever <laughs> it is they were going to do, which is yeah, pretty evil. Yeah. Um, but they're kind but, of mercenaries, right? And yeah, like they've sort of really, you know, fallen from the previous place of yeah, whatever. But no, let's not let them go back to their family. Let's not let them die the way they want to do it. Let's slit their throats and blow them up. <laughs> Everything seemed to work out as according to plan, Louise said. She was stood in her usual position behind the reception desk with the bed and breakfast. She's gone back to being a secretary, it seems. <laughs> or receptionist. <laughs> sort of a she got downgraded. <laughs> oh. Also, is there just a giant fucking hole in the side <laughs> of the B&B? And a bunch of fucking dead people in the garden. <laughs> Louise used it as like a tourist thing. There's to a do. sign that says, still open for business. <laughs> Don't know about that. Gav replied as he held an ice pack on the back of his head after the blow he took out last night. The blow he took out last night (laughs) for a date. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of last night, where did they go on their tour? I don't know. There are many questions that so far have not been answered. That's the most important. (laughs) Luis asked how Gav was, and he said he was fine. Not getting the joke. What's the joke? Uh, That he's not fine? Oh, Gav. I don't... What? This is such a strange episode. What's the damage to upstairs? MC asked Jay. Nothing that wasn't going to happen anyway. He said. But it's going to need a lot more work before I'll be on the meeting room. <laughs> but what it's not happen? a room anymore. It's How could it be a meeting hole. room? I guess, was it one of the floors that was like completely flooded or something? Or rotten or something. Yeah. yeah so sure. they've got rid of that? Yeah. I mean, I guess it had to be removed. It had to be blown up. And murdered a load of people. <laughs> and now they can build it into a room they want. <laughs> we'll get someone in to do it. But I... No, Jay. We need a professional to fix it. It'll cost. Jay said with a hint of spitefulness in his voice. So, <laughs> MC didn't really give Jay an, like a creative outlook. He gave him... A... It, it, setting explosives is, is creative. <laughs> But I kind of get both their points because yeah. Jay was like, you said I could make this meeting room and Gav, uh, MC's like, no, you blew it up. You <laughs> literally need a professional to come in and fix this massive hole now. I mean, yeah, to be fair, if it, I think Jay before was talking about like a bit of painting, a bit of decorating. Yeah, a bit of cleaning up. like re- replacing the entire floor <laughs> and getting rid of all the bodies, presumably. Yeah, I guess. Business is picking up. That'll help on the money side. Gav pointed to the four Japanese tourists looking at the sign outside the front of the B&B, obviously attracted to the Tokyo name. No, I think they're going, what the fuck is it called this? What a stupid fucking name for a B&B. We're not staying here. Also, there's a big hole in it and loads of dead bodies outside. It's not that we go to Japan and be like, oh, that one's got London in the name. Let's go there. You say that, a lot of people go to Spain and go to British pubs. Oh, that's true. Did you manage to get any info from the samurais? Louise wanted to know. Just like a thought. They were sent by the December form. And now we know the location of the headquarters and that it's protected by magic. I thought they weren't into all that stuff, Gaff pointed out. MC shrugged. Guess they are. One of them, at least. Still doesn't mean they'll use it in their apocalypse plan. I don't know much about magic. Never really needed it before. Might be an idea to talk to Terry, the pub landlord, Louise suggested. Just as long as I don't have to go back there. Why doesn't she want to go back there? Did we miss something there? Because they've attacked by samurai on the way back? or <laughs> She just didn't like the Atmos. Yeah. <laughs> the spell he mentioned did sound very similar to the one that December 4 might be using. You know, guys, I haven't been very honest with you for a while now, but that's about to change. My head hasn't been on straight and I've done things I'm not proud of. Like slit a samurai's throat? That <laughs> <laughs> no, is fine with that. But that's about to change. We've got a new threat to face, and we will face it, just as soon as we know more about the December form. Louis smiled. Gav felt his head pulsate from the massive lump he had, and Jay's reaction didn't change. For now, I'm going to go get some sleep. Can you deal with that? MC nodded at the Japanese tourists walking into the B&B. Of course! Louis smiled again. MC gave the gang a little smile before heading upstairs. Welcome to the Tokyo Memorial Bed and Breakfast. How may we help you? 
I don't believe MC. I don't. I think he's just kind of saying this to kind of get them off his back a little. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't feel like any wounds have been healed. Was the encounter with the SWAT enough to sort of change him, or but why? Because he just slit their throats and killed them, <laughs> and blew up part of his building. I don't understand. <laughs> God damn it. Stuart, after pouring himself a drink, Another shandy. <laughs> kicked the table with all the bottles of booze on as hard as he could. Broken glass and alcohol flooded the floor. And lemonade, presumably. <laughs> that bloody samurai told him everything. And we didn't even get the kid. For Christ's sake. It is a bit of a kick in the lower regions. Victor agreed, obviously annoyed. <laughs> That's Victor annoyed. <laughs> it was a setback, Tannis said. But this isn't all we've got. Gentlemen, we will end this miserable world. That I can assure you of. Victor stood. He's right. It's pissed us off, but that's going to work in our favour. I'm going downstairs to get those lab coats working. And you, Stuart? Tannis asked. Stuart swallowed his drink. Give me a lap dance, a kilo of something heavy to snort, and bitch to beat, and I'll be fine. Oh, wow. Stuart is not a nice person. No, also a kilo. <laughs> oh, and something heavy. Like, hello, I would like your, a kilo of your heaviest drug, please. Give me a bag of cement. <laughs> also, is he asking Tannis to give him a lap dance? <laughs> give me a lap dance. <laughs> I'm not really into this. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just ignore the bitch to beat line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the water from the shower was now cold and sent a shiver down MC's back as the water fell from his wet hair onto his spine. He was sitting on the side of his bed in a white dressing gown, ready to get some sleep. Laying his head on the pillow, MC closed his eyes. Are many people sleep in dressing gowns? Apparently MC does. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Don't think so. Okay. Amy, who up until now had been sleeping away, decided she would now wake up and demand feeding. Little tears started along with a few muffles, but before long, she was crying heavily. MC opened his eyes and moved out of the bed. He placed his hand on his daughter's cot and wheeled her towards the bathroom. Shutting the door to drown out Amy's cries of hunger, MC went back to bed, ignoring (laughs) the baby in the bathroom. And that's the end of For Hire, part two. (laughs) Slightly dark ending. (laughs) I told you MC wasn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, he's literally going to starve his baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically. (laughs) So MC's not okay. No. Um, And he's lied to the group again to say that he is. Yeah. Yeah. The gang, I guess he just wanted to appease the gang and say, like, don't worry, guys, everything's fine. We'll stop the apocalypse. Also, I'm going to starve my baby to death. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think this was kind of the change that we wanted from MC yeah, to get sure, him back to being the big yeah, yeah, hero. Yeah. And Yeah, weird episode. Yeah, yeah. Bad as well. <laughs> yeah, very badly plotted and executed and mm. all the normal things. But just, I guess it's kind of to set up a bit more about the December 4. We got to know them a bit. We really got to know Stuart, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and we knew Tannis is now a gardening witch doctor. Yeah. Victor is just there as well. And I mean, the SWAT came back, but they were one and done. Like, they weren't. Yeah, they I were thought, squashy yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And MC figured out that it was the December form that hired them somehow. He asked, but then I think he suspected it, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, Robert reasons. confirmed it. Yeah. So I guess that's the end of the SWAT. They're not coming back. That seemed like the last of their ranks, right? Yeah. Okay, bye, it's... SWAT. Here's an emotional goodbye for you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> killed by a bed and breakfast. <laughs> the Tokyo Memorial bed and breakfast. We never address what happened to their bodies. I mean, there's so many fucking dead bodies floating around <laughs> in this series. I think it's just taken as read that they've got some method of disposing of them. Oh, dear. It does... I, I don't know. I mean, we're getting towards the halfway point of season four of Tomorrow Gator. Yeah. And it's not my favourite. I'm not going to lie. No. It's not as good as the rest and that was bad anyway yeah <laughs> but this ember form they're just some guys who want to end the world which is kind of interesting having to fight against these people who obviously have a lot of resources because yeah. they have lab coats working for them and stuff yeah. uh, like another genetics office maybe yeah, yeah um they have a magical barrier around their building so it's going to be difficult to get at them yeah 
uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to pick a direction really. Everything just seems a bit rubbish. <laughs> you know, MC just trying to kill his baby slowly. Uh, Jay's just pissed off with the group again. We're doing that storyline again because yeah, that wasn't yeah. resolved apparently. Yeah. Um, Gav is a bit jealous of MC and the way yeah. he's doing things. Louise is just trying to hold everything together. Yeah, so nothing has really changed. No, apart from the B and B, which has one less room now. But apparently, that's really easy to fix. Well, if you've got any theories about as to why this series is so bad compared to the rest, did you know there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch? You can find us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we're also on Twitter at howiriptoff. And you can find our entire back catalogue, including the seasons that aren't rubbish, on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And we would greatly appreciate a rating and a review. And if you want to leave us your own suggestions for a guided tour of London, <laughs> please do so. Yes, by leaving us a rating and review. I said that to begin oh, with. okay, never mind. But yes, rating and review. Thank <laughs> you. Hey, here's something I forgot, MC. Should what? we see what next week's episode's called? Let's. I'm so bored of this, I didn't <laughs> want to check. Next week's episode is called Magic. What could it be about? <laughs> Maybe it'll be a Terry-centred episode. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, just something interesting to get our teeth into and just like, slowly withering away reading this shit like a starving baby left in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs>